Welcome to the Banking on Business podcast presented by Horicon Bank. Banking on Business is aimed at helping entrepreneurs grow their business with practical strategies you can start using today. We are all about engaging our local business community and connecting with other small businesses to raise each other up. Hosted by yours truly, Grace Bruins, marketing officer at Horicon Bank, turned podcaster, at least for the next 20 minutes. Welcome to the Banking on Business podcast. Today, we are going to be diving into the topic of training your employees. Effective employees are well-trained employees, right? So how do you grow your training program when there isn't just one way to learn something? That's where our expert on the topic of training different learning styles comes in. Welcome, Carrie Murphy, to the Banking on Business podcast. Thanks, Grace. You bet, Carrie. So you are the retail training officer at Mm -hmm. Horicon Bank. What does that mean? Well, that means it is my responsibility to train a specific sect of our banking team. So I specifically train the universal bankers who are the ones who will come in and open your accounts if you stop into any of our locations or help service those accounts, help with any questions or issues that come with those. So I'm part of a training team that is also includes those who train tellers, so that train the entry-level position at the bank. So that's a kind of a different set of skills. <laughs> um, and then uh, we have a, a couple other people who kind of do all the in-between stuff. But yeah, so it's my responsibility to train those folks that are moving to the next level from the front line and then to kind of help coordinate with the rest of the training team to get all of those frontline folks trained uh, when they start and then continuing training as well. Sure. So you're not just training skills. You're also training that customer service side, the helpfulness. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. The first couple of days are of any training are kind of just like, what buttons do you push? <laughs> Where do I punch in? <laughs> Where's the refrigerator? That kind of thing. Um, so you, we we that's very important. It is. <laughs> I would want to know the refrigerator. Yes, yeah. <laughs> very important. But beyond that, we really train a culture. Um, mm-hmm. We have a specific culture at Horicon Bank, and it's our responsibility to yeah not only train what buttons to push to get your documents correct because yes, we're still in like a world of compliance that's mm-hmm. ever growing every day, and you have to have those right docs. So when someone walks in the door of any of our locations, they're getting the experience, they're experiencing our culture, and it's through our whole footprint, and that is that's the front line as well. <laughs> they're the first touch point a lot of times, and um we we definitely need to train that as well. and that's a big part of what we do too. Sure. Cause you, you want consistency in process, but you also want consistency in experience for your customers. Exactly. Yep. All right. So that's a big responsibility on training. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. And it, I mean, we really have a great employees, so it's usually just, it's not too difficult, but <laughs> it is important and something we definitely emphasize. Yeah. So Carrie, let's, let's talk a little bit about your background. I want our listeners to get to know you. Mm-hmm. So let's start with a rapid fire intro to the expert. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm just going to throw these questions (laughs) at you. All right. (laughs) Carrie Murphy. Yes. Where are you from? Eden, Wisconsin. And what was your very first job? I worked at Bartoli's Greenhouse for a spring and uh, I was a, a greenhouse gal. My first true job was feeding calves on our farm. But I mean, that's like I didn't have to apply for that, nor did I. (laughs) But (laughs) my first job away from there was at Bartoli's. Okay. And how long have you been training employees? It's been on and off for, uh, let's see what year it is, 2022. So probably on and off for about eight or nine years. Okay. And what do you love about what you do? 
so much. <laughs> My favorite thing is getting to know everyone that works here. Um, not only do I train for every location, I work with every department. <laughs> so even even people that I don't train, we we touch in some way. So I I know just about everyone, and I, that's a great feeling because, like I said, we work with awesome people. So um, I do love getting to to meet everyone. Okay. And last one, what is your favorite holiday? <sighs> St. Patrick's Day. <sighs> with a name like Murphy, I think it has to be. <laughs> it's uh, It also falls in my birthday week, so it's typically a good time. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of partying to do. <laughs> Before we head into our topic today of understanding learning styles and how that affects a successful training program, I want to dive into our marketing minute segment. So Carrie, you visited an airport before, right? I have. Yeah, oh. pretty recently. <laughs> Where did you head? I went to Arizona. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Got out of the Wisconsin weather for you a little sure bit. Sure did. Yep. Okay. <laughs> do you usually check a bag or do you carry on? Well, I check a bag. Okay. I have way too much stuff. Same, same. Yep. <laughs> I cannot cram it into no, one. No, no, no. All right. Well, did you know that airports were getting a lot of complaints about bags taking too long to get to the passengers. So airports actually moved baggage claim all the way to the very end of the airport so that people had to wait less time, even though it actually took them just as long to get their bags. Hmm. That's so true. You have to hike a mile. Yeah. But then, yeah, it is there right away. They tricked us. They sure did. But I'm fine with that. Yeah. (laughs) Get there, pick up my bag. Yeah. Feel like it took no time at all. Right. Yeah. Wow. So smart. I know. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant marketing. (laughs) Let's dive into our questions. All right. So what are the different learning styles? So the model I use is called VARC. (laughs) So there's four different types of learning styles. Visual, audio, reading, so like actually viewing items, and then kinesthetic, the hardest word for me to say. It's the K in VARC, but I like to call it (laughs) hands-on. So it's the hands-on learning side of things. Those are your four types. All right. So I understand the auditory learning style hearing, but when you talk visual seeing and reading, those seem really similar to me. So what is the difference between those two? So visual is more like a diagram, maybe seeing a video, looking at something in that way. The R reading is physically like reading an instruction book Mm. and instructions written out like that. So they are different, and I know I can definitely subscribe to one of those more than the other. (laughs) So what is your learning style, Carrie? So I am a solid mix of visual and kinesthetic, and that makes perfect sense to me because I like to watch something and then do it. I don't like to just jump in right away, but yes, definitely a mix of those two. I I took a – there's like quizzes you can do for Mm -hmm. this to find out what what works best for you. I took the quiz and could hardly – read the questions. So I'm like, clearly I'm not a reading person, (laughs) which is so funny because I thought I would be because like I used to be able to do that better in college and everything. And now I'm like, I can hardly read through this quiz. This is not for me anymore. And that's okay. (laughs) Well, and I think that's really key is understanding that just because I have a different learning style Mm -hmm. than someone else, that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to learn things differently, but it makes things really tricky on the trainers. So how does a specific learning style affect the way that you teach or train a new employee? Sure. So this is something that has taken me some time to realize, and that just comes with experience. But I built a manual in a specific way that I could learn from. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, it took a time or two of, of my trainees being like, this doesn't work for me. (laughs) And I'm like, what what are you talking about? It's perfect. (laughs) It's beautiful. 
and me asking them what resources work for you. And then we can kind of incorporate that into the materials we already have. But yeah, it makes it a little bit challenging. And I had to get over myself a little bit and just realize this is not about me. Like I know what works for me, but that doesn't matter right now. I need to find out what works for my person sitting next to me. So yeah, that was a little gut check, but (laughs) it's definitely made things a lot lot better for everyone involved, I think. So how do you build a training program when you have to consider these different learning styles and and then train your trainers to do that? Yes. It's all about options. The manual we use has the words typed out step by step. It has images, screenshots of everything we do. And then I do try my best to do videos as well, um, that video content. So if somebody wants to watch something ahead of time or, or after we've learned it and reinforce what we did. They have a video of, of us walking through certain procedures. And, um, and then the hands-on part is just we, we have a staging database, a training database we use. We get people in the, the computer lab, essentially, and they get to run through everything in this testing database so they're not hurting anything. <laughs> you can click <laughs> all the buttons you've been wanting to click your whole career at Horicom Bank. You can click them and find out what they do. You're not going to hurt anything. But they can jump on and um, and do it themselves too. It's usually a combination of everything that you end up using. Um, that's for myself too. It's no, no one is – well, I shouldn't say no one. Most people are not <laughs> – like one learning style only. It's it's usually just a combo of those. Sure. So it's important to have all the options available. Yeah. And I would assume too that just because I'm not a reading learning style, being able to read something can help reinforce my learning style mm-hmm. as well. So having those options, I'm sure is very important. Yep. And, and like I said, it took a while to realize that and it took research and what other, you know, meeting with other bank trainers and what do you do and what works and what doesn't. And no one knows how to do this on day one. So kind of figuring that all out along the way has, and just, and being able to pivot a little (laughs) has been really important. So do you think it's difficult to train someone who has a different learning style than your own? At at first, yep. (laughs) A hundred percent. Like I said, I built that manual and I thought it was perfect. And I couldn't believe some people didn't think so. (laughs) So, yeah, like I said, I had to get over it and realize that. And I didn't even know about different learning styles. Mm -hmm. I I didn't realize that that's what was at the root of it. It's not offensive or insulting to me and my manual building skills. It's the fact that they're learning differently than me. And that's, I mean, that's important to have all these different personalities and everything in our organization. So, yeah, it was hard for me at first and hard for me to understand until I learned what was going on? They're just, it's just different. Our brains work different and that's fine. Right. Right. It's valuable. Yes. In fact, to incredibly. an organization. Yeah. We can't have 200 me's running around here. You know, we need, we need a variety. Absolutely. Yeah. So how, how does someone discover what their learning style is? I've done an online quiz. Like you can just look up learning styles, VARK, V-A-R-K, take the quiz. If you're like me, good luck reading through all the questions, but <laughs> if you can get through it, it is so valuable if you've never done this before to know even where you're coming from and what the other options are for the way people are, are learning from you. All right. So even if you just do a simple Google search, yeah. V-A-R-K, yep. learning yep. style quiz. Yep. That's exactly what we did if, with our training team. And we have a set of field trainers too that's part of our team as well. And we had them all take it. We're going to have our trainees take it. So everyone has a heads up on on where, what the starting point is. 
Um, so yeah, that's what we've done for now. We probably could like figure something, develop something ourselves someday, but that's what we've done for now. And it's been really valuable. So why re- recreate the wheel? It's all out there already. <laughs> right. Take advantage of the resources that are yep. available to you. Yep. All right. Well, Carrie, here's where we get to get a little inspirational okay. for our listeners. As you know, Horicon Bank is the natural choice for banking. And that's not just a tagline. It's something that Horicon Bank invests in. They invest in environmental causes. It's very important to them. So in that spirit, I'm going to give you an interesting animal fact that I'd like you to turn into a piece of inspirational advice okay. for our business listeners right now. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Did you know that a sea lion was the first non-human mammal to demonstrate that it can move to the rhythms of a song. Oh, that's incredible. Well, what I would say along those lines is that, you know, if you're a little nervous to ever, like, dance to the music, just remember that a sea lion that doesn't even really walk like a human can get down and you can too just remember the sea lions believe in you i felt that yeah. <laughs> i really did that's a really good fact i'm inspired I, honestly me too me too and now anytime i'm worried about getting on that dance floor yeah. i'm gonna think of the sea yeah, lions don't be scared even if you don't think you have rhythm you do you do i mean those sea lions do so mm-hmm. you do too all right Dancing and nature are both very important to me, so I'm inspired. (laughs) So before we end the show, Carrie, I want to wrap up with just a piece of actionable advice for our listeners. So two questions here. What is one thing that you hope listeners can take away from our podcast today? And then the second part is what's one thing that they can put into action based on our podcast today? So what's one thing they can take away? That's... Learning styles vary with your team, with your family, with the people in your life. So just be aware of that and just the awareness that we're not all looking at something the same way. So to just keep that in mind and have a little understanding of that, I think is very important to take away. That was very important for me to learn (laughs) personally. (laughs) And then what's one piece of actionable advice that you would give uh, a training program, a business owner that's starting a training program? I have two. Find your learning style first, if you have not done that previously, and your teams. Step two, take a look at your current training program and make sure you are addressing all of those different learning styles. Make sure there's something for everyone. And then you'll be good. And you'll be good. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Carrie, I appreciate your time today. I think this is really valuable advice for entrepreneurs, for business owners, for trainers to be able to understand their own learning style so they can help others. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Grace. Thanks for tuning in. To stay in the loop on all things banking on business related, visit horiconbank.com slash banking on business and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.